Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin Alhamdulillahilladhi binikmati tatimusalihat Wabiafwihi tughfarudhulubwa sayyiat Wabikaramihi tughbalul ataya walqurubat Wabilutfihi tustarrul uyubu wazzalat Alhamdulillahilladhi أمات وأحيا ومنأ وأعطى وأرشد وهدى وأضحك وأبكى كل الحمد لله الذي لم يتخذ ولدا ولم يكن له شريك في الملك ولم يكن له ولي من الذل وكبر تكبيرا أما بعد إباد الله أولاً أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله سبحانه وتعالى فقد فاز المتقون. Firstly, O servants of Allah, I implore you and myself to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed those who are mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in open and secret, they are the successful ones. As for what proceeds, ذَلِكَ وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ That is such, and whoever honors the symbols of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is certainly out of the piety of one's heart. يَقُولُ إِبْنْ رَجَبْ رَحِمَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ لَبِسَ الْجَدِيدُ إنما العيد لمن طاعته تزيد ليس العيد لمن تجمل باللباس والركوب إنما العيد لمن غفرت له الذنوب ابن رجب رحمه الله تعالى says عيد is not for the one who adorned himself with new clothing إنما العيد لمن طاعته تزيد rather the Eid celebration is for the one whose obedience in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases. لَيْسَ الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ تَجَمَّلَ بِاللِّبَاسِ وَالْرُكُوبِ Eid is not for the one who adorned himself with beautiful dress and beautiful modes of transport. إِنَّمَا الْعِيدُ لِمَنْ غُفِرَتْ لَهُ الدُّنُوبِ Eid is for the one who has his sins forgiven. عباد الله, O servants of Allah, the more we increase in knowledge and wisdom and the older we become and we reflect over these oft quoted couplets of Ibn Rajab the more we realize its truth the more we realize the truth contained in these couplets that our each celebrations is linked to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Eid al-Fitr comes after the month of fasting, the month of Ramadan. And Eid al-Adha, it comes after the days of the Hijjah, the days of Hajj, and the day of Arafah. And those who truly upkeep and celebrate these ayad, and those who have the most right to take these days as celebration, are those who increase in their obedience during these seasons of obedience. ذَلِكَ وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ 
Celebrating these days is part of honoring the symbols of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is part of Iman. It is part of faith. Ibadallah. An Abi Hurayrata kala kala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Waylun lil Arab. Min sharrin qadiqtarab. Fitanan taqita illaylil muzlim. Yusbihur rajulu mu'minan. Wayumsi kafiran. Yabi'u. Qawmun dinahum bi'aradi minad dunya. قليل المتمسك يوم إذن بدينه كالكابد على الجمر أو على الشوك. We are living in times of trial and tribulation. We are living in times where disbelief is being spread and misguidance is the order of the day. And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he prophesied this and he gave us this warning and he said. وَيْلٌ لِلْعَرَبِ Woe to the Arabs for an evil tribulation approaching. Like the darkest part of the night, a man will wake up as a believer, but by the evening he will be an unbeliever. People will sell their religion for some pitiful gains in this world. The one who adheres to his religion on that day will be as if he was grasping a hot coal or a bundle of thorns. And holding fast to the symbols of Al-Islam is becoming increasingly difficult and more challenging day by day. To preserve our aqidah, to preserve our beliefs, it is a challenge. To preserve our ibadah, it is a challenge. To preserve our akhlaq, it is challenging. To preserve our Islamic identities, it is challenging. Acting like a Muslim and holding the outlook of a Muslim is challenging. Therefore, holding on to the symbols of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the symbols of Islam is more important than ever. For as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, An Hudayfat ibn al-Yaman, qala qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, يدرس الإسلام كما يدرس وش الثوب حتى لا يدرى ما صيام ولا صلاة ولا نسك ولا صدقة ولا يسرى على كتاب الله عز وجل في ليلة فلا يبقى في الأرض منه آية وتبقى طوائف من الناس الشيخ الكبير والعجوز يقولون أدركنا آباءنا على هذه الكلمة لا إله إلا الله فنحن نقولها. In the hadith reported in the Sunan of Ibn Majah on the authority of Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said يدرس الإسلام الإسلام will be taken apart just as a garment is taken apart. Until fasting is not known. Up until prayer is not known. Up until nusuk, the rites of hajj, is not known. Up until charity is not known. And the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will vanish in a single night. Such that no verse 
of which is left on earth. There will only remain some sex amongst people, old men and women, who will say, we know our forefathers said there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, and so we say it as well. فَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ These times are approaching where Islam is fading and the rituals of Islam is becoming unknown. Ibad Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has perfected for us this religion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has perfected Islam for the Muslims. And from the greatest lessons of Hajj, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed a verse about which a Jewish man said to Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen O leader of the believers there is a verse in your book which is read by all of you Muslims and had it been revealed to us meaning the Jews we would have taken that day on which it was revealed as a day of celebration and what is this verse, O oh brothers and sisters in Islam? اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا. This day, today I have perfected for you your faith, completed my favor upon you, and chosen Islam as your way of life. And Ibn Jarir al-Tabari reports, on the authority of Harun ibn Antara that he said to his father when the ayah al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum was revealed during this great day of Hajj the day of Arafah Umar radiallahu anhu he cried and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked Umar ibn Khattab the question and he said what makes you cry he said, what made me cry is that our religion is being perfected for us. And now it is perfect. And nothing is perfect, but it is bound to deteriorate. It is bound to deteriorate. And the Prophet wasallam then said to Umar, Sadaqta, you have told the truth. That Islam is perfect in this time, but it will go to imperfection. And this is not due to the religion of Islam, because the deen of Islam in its essence is perfect, but the followers will become imperfect. This is also confirmed in another hadith where in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Inna al-Islam bada'a gharibaan wa sayaoodu gharibaan fatuba lil-ghurabaa. That Islam began as something strange. And it will return back to something strange. So give glad tidings to the strangers. That despite this imperfection, that despite this imperfection and despite the trials and tribulation which we are all experiencing, and the doubts and the desires which we are experiencing, this religion will be applied to each and every single time and each and every single place. This religion, O servants of Allah, despite the fitan which you are currently in, 
the fitan of doubts and desires, despite the plotting of its enemies, it will be applied to every time and every place. And it will remain aided and victorious, and the outcome will always be for the believers. Allah Azawajal says, وَالَّذِي أَرْسَلَ رَسُولَهُ بِالْهُدَىٰ وَدِينِ الْحَقِّ لِيُظْهِرَهُ عَلَى الدِّينِ كُلِّهِ وَلَوْ كَرِيَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ Allah Azawajal gives this promise to the believers. And He gives this promise to the deen of Islam and its adherence. He says, He is the one who has sent His messenger with true guidance and the religion of truth. لِيُظْهِرَهُ عَلَى الدِّينِ كُلِّهِ to make it prevail over all other religions even to the dismay and the hating of the polytheists. The question we need to ask ourselves, O servants of Allah, do we want to be part of this victory? If so, then we need to play our roles. We need to play our roles as leaders. We need to play our roles as du'at. We need to play our roles as followers. We need to play our roles as communities. We need to play our roles as families. We need to play our roles as parents, as fathers, mothers and children. And we need to preserve Islam in belief, speech and action so that Islam will be preserved for future generations, our kids and our progeny. Alhamdulillah, Hamdan Kathiron Toyiban Mubarakan Fee Kama Yuhibu Rabbuna Wayarda Wa Ashadu Allah Ilaha Illallah Wahdahula Sharikala Al Aliyul Ala Wa Ashadu Anna Sayyidana Wa Nabiyana Muhammadan Abduhu Wa Rasuluhu Nabiyul Huda Wa Sallallahu Wa Sallam Wa Barak Alayhi Wa Ala Ali Wa Sahabi Ajma'in أما بعد فأوسيكم عباد الله بتقوى سبحانه فهي خير وصية يوصى بها أو سبحان الله الله عز وجل he tells us in a very very profound verse قل إن صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين سيوم محمد عليه الصلاة والسلام and proclaim to the Mushrikun, surely my prayer, my worship, my life, my death, Lillahi Rabbil Alameen, are all for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Lord of the worlds. And this verse gathers the foundations of worship, life and death. That all of the striving from the moment we enter this dunya, and from the moment we become mukallaf, all of the striving and efforts should be solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this verse of servants of Allah is a reminder of al-ikhlas, is a reminder of sincerity for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Doing things for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
is a trial in a time where we live to impress others. And we live to impress others not just in our worldly affairs but also in matters which relate to our year after. We need to post our success. We need to post our achievements. And this even creeped into our ibadah. قُلْ إِنَّا صَلَاتِي وَنُسُكِي وَمَحْيَايَ وَمَمَاتِي لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, surely my prayer, my worship, my life, and my death, all of the striving is for the sake of Allah. Rabbul Alameen, Lord of all the worlds. Ibad Allah, part of preserving our religion and part of preserving our deen is upkeeping the symbol of Eid al-Adha, the ritual of Udhiyah, the ritual of sacrificing and offering sacrificial animals for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Umar reports in Tirmidhi that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqama Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bil madina ashra sinin yudahi kulla sana. That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he lived in Medina for 10 years after the hijrah. And each and every single year, he offered a sacrifice. And some scholars have declared this hadith to be weak. However, there are other supporting evidences to prove this fact. For in the hadith reported in Ibn Majah and authenticated by Sheikh Al-Albani on the authority of Abu Hurairah, Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, Man kana lahu sa'atun wa lam yudahhi in the hadith reported by Abu Hurairah that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Man kana lahu sa'atun Whomsoever has extra and excess wealth Walam yudahhi And he does not offer a sacrifice Fala yaqrabanna musallana Let him not pray in our Eid Musalla Allah Musta'an. And this is a warning from the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, which means that those who are by the means to offer a sacrifice on this day, but they fail to do so, let him not come to the Eid Musalla. Nor should he pray with the Muslims, since it is unbecoming of the one who has excess wealth to leave off this great ibadah, which is a symbol of our deen. However, the scholars have mentioned that the sunnah is something which is a sunnatun mu'akkada. It is a stress sunnah. And some scholars have mentioned that those who are by the means to do so, it is obligatory upon them and Allah Azza wa Jalla knows best. In this, our servants of Allah, is a great test for us with regards to our wealth. And if we cannot part with those things which is beloved to us, then Jannah will never ever be ours. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِكُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ وَمَا تُنْفِكُوا مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ That you will never attain piety and righteousness 
hatta tunfiqu mimma tuhibbun up until you part ways and you spend that which is beloved to you wama tunfiqu min shay'in fa inna Allah bihi alim and whatever you spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is well aware of this ibadallah from amongst the symbols of these great days is as Allah azza wa jalla says liyashhadu manafi'a lahum wa yadhkuru isma Allah fi ayyamin ma'lumat ala ma razaqahum min bahimatil an'am so they may obtain the benefits in store for them and pronounce the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during the appointed days and offer sacrificial animals he has provided for them so we should upkeep the symbol of servants of Allah of the takbir within yourselves and your families and establish it in the masajid after the prescribed prayers and in your homes and teach the takbir to your children for in this is a great reminder of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so instill the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within yourself and within those who are under your care to our sisters our mothers our wives and our daughters the goal is one and the goal is jannah and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he gives us a concise but profound advice as to how the women folk attain jannah for in the hadith reported on the authority of abu huraira qala qala rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam idha salatil mar'atu khumusaha wa samat shahraha wa hasanat farjaha wa ata'at ba'laha dakhalat min ayyi abwabil jannati sha'at tarifa lady she upkeeps the five daily prayers and she fasts the month of ramadan and she guards her chastity and she guards her private parts and she obeys her husband the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives her the bushra and he says dakhalat min ayyi abwabil jannati sha'at that she will enter jannah from whichever door she wishes and we know jannah has eight doors if you upkeep the teachings of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam as mentioned in this hadith jannah is yours she will enter paradise from any gate she wishes wa hadha wa sallu wa sallimu ala habibil mustafa wa nabiyil mujtaba nabiyuna muhammadin khairul wara faqad amarakum allahu bi dhalika faqala subhana inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وزد وبارك على عبدك ورسولك نبينا محمد وعلى ال بيته وعلى الصحابه اجمعين وخص منهم الخلفاء الاربعه الراشدين ابي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي والتابعين من تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين 
Allahumma a'izzal islam wal muslimin wakhdhulu shirka wal mushrikin wadammir a'da'aka a'da'ad-din ya al-qawiyu ya al-aziz wa'adhillah shirka wal mushrikin wadammir a'da'ad-din Allahumma man arada al-muslimin bisu fa'ashghilhu binafsihi waja'al tadbirahu tadmiran alayya rabbal alameen اللهم أصلح أئمتنا وولاة أمورنا وجعل ولايتنا في من خافك واتقاك وتبا رضاك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم تقبل منا وجعلنا من المقبولين اللهم تقبل منا ومن الحجاج الطاءات وارفع لنا ولهم الدرجات واغفر لنا ولهم السيئات برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين إن ربنا أحلى الرحمة والطيبات اللهم ارزقنا الإخلاص في القول والعمل ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة ونأوذ بك من النار اللهم اجعلنا هداة مهتدين غير مدلين ولا مضلين اللهم احفظ الإسلام قائمين واخفضنا بالإسلام قائدين واخفضنا بالإسلام راقدين ولا تشمد بنا الأعداء ولا الحاسدين يا رب العالمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا أذاب النار إباد الله رحمكم الله تقبل الله منا ومنكم صالح أعمالنا إيدكم مبارك